Today, my guest is my friend, Kim Eves. You're going to love her story. And I know that many of you are going to resonate with what she has to say. And we talk a lot here on the Growth Against the Grain podcast about the frustrations that lie within the social selling network marketing space. And it can be so incredibly frustrating, right? Because nobody's talking about those frustrations. We know that they're out there, but we, it's that like, not talked about secret, you know, like that, that, that one that's out there. We've talked a lot about it here because you know, my stance is I want to bring those things out into the open. I want this to be a place where you don't feel isolated. You don't feel like you're the only one who's struggling and frustrated and, you know, just, just in that spot. So what I love about her story is she talks a little bit about that frustration but also from that point of view of being a woman in business with integrity, like she joined her business to be there, right? And so I think that that's a component that I myself have have not always carefully explained. We're not, and, and the, the frustration I hear from a lot of people is I don't want to be the person that's like bouncing around from job to job, from company to company. So take a listen to what she has to say. And I know that this is going to hit so many of you and you're going to be able to resonate with the story that she has to share with us. I'll see you on the other side. Before we get started, if there were a way to improve your joint mobility, promote healthy hair, nails, gums, and eyes, and reduce wrinkles from the inside out, you'd want to know more about that, wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. It is my holy grail collagen that I cannot live without. There is a way for you to have all of that and so much more with liquid collagen. It's the first of its kind. It's award-winning. It's multi-patented collagen HA matrix, hyaluronic acid matrix. Provides 13 phytonutrient-rich superfoods. It tastes great. Honestly, it tastes like berries. It's non-GMO, gluten-free, dairy-free, type 2, single source, which all that means is your body recognizes it as your own collagen. It's free of fillers and antibiotics. And if you go to the link in the show notes, you'll save $10 off of your first order. Or you can go to bit.ly slash liquidcollagen10. Liquid collagen needs to be in all caps. Bitly slash liquid collagen. Hey there, friend. Are you a sassy, audacious unicorn mama who's on a mission to grow your network marketing business? Are you tired of the copy paste culture, ready to set those goals and map out a strategic plan to get there? Hey, I'm Michelle. Welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. I've been in the network marketing space for over a decade. I've leveled up, earned the goodies, sat at the top 2%, and know what it takes to get you there. More importantly, I know what it takes to do it being you. I'm here to help you achieve your business goals through strategy, mindset, healthy living, and a whole lot of fun. This podcast is all about equipping you with strategies to be that unicorn mama and grow your business while still showing up for your family and all the things that make you, you. Okay, go warm up that cup of coffee for the second or, let's be honest, eighth time. I know how it goes. And let's get started. 
would you just start and introduce yourself so we know you're a SoCal girl, yay, and tell us a little bit about your like professional background, family, all that good stuff. Okay, so I am a busy mom of five. I'm uh, an older mom because I'm 52. Um, we ended up adopting twice, so my oldest is 21, okay. and my youngest is seven. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so we fostered for um, many years, and then we ended up adopting three siblings. Oh. Um, so super awesome. excited, yeah, and um, I'd be married 30 years this year, and um, yeah, my husband works in Homeland Security. Um, I always, I had migraines in the past. I was always kind of into wellness, but I was like a on again, off again, because, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think people make healthy choices whenever they can, but yeah. if it's more expensive, which it tends to be a lot of times, and it doesn't work as good or something, then it's like, why stay on that train? So yep. that's kind of who I am, I guess. Yeah, that's amazing. I did not know all of that. That's really exciting. So, okay. I totally agree with you on the health thing. Sadly, in the United States, and I, I would imagine it's kind of the same way in, across, the, across the world, but it's cheaper to be unhealthy than it is to be healthy. Uh, I remember a few years back, McDonald's advertising that you could get a soda for a dollar. And, and then I'm sure a bottle of water was like a dollar fifty. So what's a kid going to do? They're going to go and be like, yeah, or $2 or something like that. So yeah. absolutely, um, that's, that's you hit the nail on the head right there. Okay, so before we get into the wellness end of it, how did you end up in the network marketing space? Because I do believe this, this is not your first go-round, right? No. So I've been in, um, in the industry like over seven years now. Okay. Um, and how I originally found the industry, so uh, I was homeschooling um, my 21-year-old. So I homeschooled him, um, and I was always, like, a person, like, outside the box. So um, I was doing, like, a program with him where he ended up graduating um, at, like, 16 with an associate's degree. Yeah. Wow. He's super smart. So, um, but I was doing a lot of things that had to do with like how your brain works and all kinds of stuff like that. I was teaching brain injured kids how to read. Um, and I just like applied that to him as a well child and it just wow. caused him to accelerate. Um, uh -huh. but anyway, so I always, he was ahead, you know, and we thought, you know, I always had an entrepreneurial spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, my dad was an entrepreneur back in the day. He was one of the first people that like ushered in, in California, like gas conversion. Um, so, and I remember one time, and this kind of like sums up my desire for entrepreneurialism because, so my dad had heard about this product. It was originally used for a totally different reason. Like, um, it was used like in, in the car industry. Okay. And it, their side effect was that people were having their hands that were in it were getting healed. So it was like, also like had this medicinal effect. And, but nobody was selling it that way. So I just remember to make a long story short, he's like, I have this idea. I'm going to bottle it up. I'm going to go to trade shows. I'm going to sell it. So we turned our like uh, kitchen into like a whole production line thing. Mm -hmm. And I remember being all involved with that with him. And then he went off to these conventions to sell it. 
And I remember him waking me up in the nighttime, you know, and that was a lot of work. Yeah. And I remember like I had to go to bed and he came home and he was pouring the money down on my head that he yeah. had gotten at the trade show. And he was like, we did it. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, he made more in one day than he had like probably that week or whatever in his other job. Yeah. So that kind of began my thoughts about uh, other ways to make income that could be mm -hmm. like leveled up. Um, yeah. And then I tried a lot. I tried a couple different things before I found, um, you know, network marketing. Um, and I really got burnt. So I had this vision, but I kind of picked some things that like you're coming in, on, you know, all this stuff that people say, oh, you know, it's an MLM and, you know, it's a scam. Yeah. I bought in some of those. Yeah. And uh, so when I found my previous company, I was like, oh, my goodness, this is the golden goose because it has values and it mm -hmm. has some integrity. And so I was like kind of all in. By that point, you know, we were fostering and I had kids and I, you know, had I had a successful career in the medical field, but I had kind of walked away from that and I was like pouring into my son and teaching and um, yeah. so it fit, it fit our family. And, yeah. um, so yeah, I'm going to go into the next question, but anyways, that's that. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's it's okay. Keep, keep going because okay. you're, so you're in a traditional network marketing structure yeah. and the question always becomes, and I've actually been sent this question a few times to me personally, what was it that made you switch? What was it? Because I feel like so many women that I talked to were women of integrity. We're loyal people. We start a business and we're all in. It's kind of like, like, like you made a commitment. You made a commitment to this business. You made a commitment to this team. And the thought of looking outside of that commitment, it just feels, it feels wrong. But we're, we're putting parameters on it that don't belong there. Like I keep saying, I've made two lifetime commitments. It's to Jesus and to my husband. I'm not going to look outside of either of those. But when it comes to this industry and to this business, we often apply those same things here. And so what is it that caused you to look and to think, oh, there might be something better, different, more fitting for me? Yeah. A couple of things, really. I mean, there were many things, but just for time's sake, I'll share a couple of things um, because it's true. I mean, I didn't, I didn't switch. I had it in my heart. Mm -hmm. I knew it was the answer. It checked off all my boxes of the things that I had been struggling with for a long time. You know, I was five years in that company, so it wasn't like, oh, I just try anything, you right. know, and um and I feel like when I came into that company, it was like not, I didn't know this at the time, but it was like at the, I was at the beginning of that peak, you know? So I was thrilled. It was exciting. It was easy to talk about. Um, yeah. You know, it was easy to share. Um, and, and, it, and then it ended up kind of going downhill after that. But to go back to the loyalty piece, because I think that's really how a lot of people feel. And mm -hmm. I felt that way too, because people, when you are, um, one of the things that I loved about this whole industry is how you connect with people, how you become mm -hmm. part of their story, how you pour into yeah. them, and how you help them to achieve their dreams and, and follow their heart. And there's this openness because you're like both doing that. It's hard to put into words, 
Yeah. And so I felt like I had, you know, people who joined me in business, they joined me. They joined my belief in them. Right. And I had poured that belief into them. So yeah. there was that kind of piece of like, you know, I, I really feel um, a connection to them. And I remember mm -hmm. talking to Justin Prince when I was considering this. And he said, you know, but let's, that sounds good. And I believe you. But yeah. let's break that down. Because what you're really saying is, I have sold them on a dream that they can, on, on the belief that they can achieve their dreams. Mm -hmm. And he goes, can you? Can you still do that? Yeah. And I said, I, I can't. I can't do it for myself after five years. I definitely don't know how to get someone else there. Yeah. And that's the sad part for me right now. Yeah. You know, so it's like if you if you're saying I have to stay here to be loyal, but you can't help other people win, what are you really being loyal to? Yeah. And that was like uh, the pivoting point for me. But to back it up, like, um, so I was excited and, and things were going great, and I had a taste of success enough to know like this is legit. This is how you can stop trading time for money, how mm -hmm. you can like, you know, put out a certain effort and get a bigger return on that effort. Mm -hmm. But it, it became more and more difficult knowing what I was putting into it yeah. in time and energy and effort and getting kind of like not that, that same high return. I right. could not turn around and look at people, you know, I was bringing in mamas with small babies so that they could stay home and help their income, yeah. their family with income. And that was a sacrifice. Yeah. And, you know, I began to not be able to say to them, like, yes, this is going to be worth that for you. And so I was really stuck. And I was a try harder girl. So mm -hmm. I was doing all the things. It wasn't that I was stuck because I wasn't you know, putting the effort out. Like right. I had events every single month and I was pouring a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of financial um, yeah. commitment to it. Yeah. And what finally happened, so I was seeing this digress. I was trying more and more and mm -hmm. two things happened that really sold this. Just, I knew that there was nothing else I could do where I was yeah. that sunk that home. And so I started looking outside of my company for training mm -hmm. and I went to, um, I was part of Bob Heilig's um, leadership okay. Academy because that really resonated with me impact wise. Mm -hmm. And he had a event and he never said any company, nobody mm -hmm. talked about company. It was all about the industry and the heart of the industry and what we want to accomplish in the industry. And so that, like I got kind of woke there with that because it wasn't about my company. Yeah. And hearing people like even actually the, there was a guy sitting next to me, a millionaire. And he was like, what is going on over there where you are? Because you said, you guys say, if it's really true that you are the number one in uh -huh. your category, why are you stuck? Like, yeah. That doesn't even make sense. He's like, we are winning and we are winning hard and we don't even have the number one, you know, brand number one wow. product in our space. Wow. And so, so looking at, so I'm going, well, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, cause I'm doing everything my company is saying, like, what are you doing? I never knew yeah. a company. And, um, so I found out about ATMing. I mean, 
mean, Bob teaches this stuff. I found out about, you know, having um, groups and things like that. So I found out about some systems that mm -hmm. we did not have in play. And I went yeah. back and I tried to implement them. So that was my first uh, kind of woke moment was mm -hmm. asking people who are already putting a lot of energy and effort out and not getting a return on that to mm -hmm. add more to it. Yeah. And it was like swimming up upstream. Yeah. So that was my first, like, I've tried the hardest I can try. And now I can't even do this thing that I know the answer is. Right. Um, and then right when that was happening, so I was praying about my business, trying to figure out what to do. Um, and my husband and I went to refinance our house. And I went to a uh, financial lawyer. And so, you know, you have to do all your costs versus income analysis and stuff like this. And I was telling her, you know, yeah, I have a business and, you know, telling her how great it is and whatever. Like I just was repeating this program in my mind. Right. I believed it, but I right. wasn't like coming outside of myself to evaluate it. And uh, so I did this thing and I was really proud of it. And I handed it to her and she literally, so she is this hardcore lawyer and she literally laughs like, and I was so taken aback oh by it. It was, it was the biggest like truth slap to me. Yeah. Um, Cause she said, this, this isn't dude, like you're not making it that much money. This isn't a uh, business. This is a hobby. Oh my. And I knew that I was hustling it yeah. at the sacrifice of my little kids. You know, and even my husband who was saying like, dude, you're spending a lot of money. You know, mm -hmm. I know you're making money, but you're spending a lot of money, um, you know, things like that. So that, those two things I could not like wow. head on. I was just woke by it. So I kind of considered even like just bailing on the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And then I had coffee with Lisa, which I always say change live, changes lives. Yep. So, um. She had reached out to me uh, for, because we live by each other, so we're friends, and we weren't on the same, uh, we were in the same previous company, but we weren't on the same team or anything, mm -hmm. and um, when she came into the area, because her husband, you know, they traveled because mm -hmm. of him being in the Coast Guard, Yeah. and so when she came into the area, I was like, oh my goodness, an RFXer is in our area, and I was like, I have to be friends with her, yeah. so I like, I like, uh, pursued her. <laughs> I'm like, she's going to come to our events because we're having all these big events. I'm like, she's going to yeah. come and like, you know, share her success. Anyways, so we had been friends for years and, um, and then we got together, um, about something completely different uh, about adoption. And, um, I said, oh, I heard some stuff through the grapevine that, you know, you sold your business and, you know, like what's going on with you? Like, why would you do that? But I knew she had a brilliant business mind. Yeah. And, um, and she's like, I always say she's a little bit like Kramer from, uh, you know, Seinfeld, Like she just like would, it, it seemed to me from the outside that she would just fall into these successes <laughs> all the time. So I like greatly respected her mind and how she would like get herself into these amazing situations. Yeah. Um, so I said, what are you doing? And then she said, oh, I, I, you know, I'm doing something different. I found this company and, um, she's like, and it's really different. She's like, they do da, 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 da. They ATM da, da. And I was like, shut the front door. Like there's a company that is already doing all this stuff that I 
trying to get off the ground and it's like a, mm. a fish swimming upstream like somebody's already doing that successfully like what right. so i had to ask girls about it and anyway that's what led me to social retail I, that was a long answer but that's what led me to social retail and that was kind of like my heart and then mm-hmm. I sat on it for a little bit because of what I said before. Um, yeah. And then once I finally talked to Justin and, and just prayed about it and talked to my husband, which he had kind of saw that writing on the wall, you know, about the old company for a while. Yeah. And, you know, I said, oh, sorry, hon. You know, like I finally hear it now. And, um, and then I just like had to do it. I just had to because I could not help others to win. And I was like kind of dying inside because I couldn't do that. And that was the whole reason why I got in the yeah. company in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. I think what's so powerful um, is that time. And I appreciate you taking the time to explain why you would even be interested in something different. Because the question that I get a lot is it, it seems it, it, it can appear as though you're like chasing something greener. The grass is greener, so I'm running over here. And in every person I've talked to that has made a pivot, it that could not be further from the truth. It was a hard decision, whether it was a, you know, quick, you know, like an overnight decision, you know, from the outside, if that's what it looked like, what, or it took time. Like it was an agonizing decision because there's so many factors that go into that. And I think that's such an important component to understand is that there's, you've tried so many different things. You know, you, you were working on yourself personally, professionally, you were spending money in big training in ways so that you could better yourself first. Cause I remember um, being on a, um, a call with a, a sales training, kind of like a Bob Heilig, but a different company. And I remember telling her, I can go to another company and be successful. I'm not saying that because there's something amazing about me. I just know, like, I can go and do that. But what I also know is if I don't fix Michelle, all of those problems are going to follow me. And more than likely what happens is they pop up really quick. Like, they, <laughs> they start rearing their ugly head really quick. So you have to work on yourself first before you ever, ever make that decision. So what are some, like just one or two key things with social retail, um, the ATMing, I had never heard about ATMing. And it's so funny because I had never really heard about systems. And when I came over here, I was like, oh my goodness, this is what we had been trying to do forever, but we didn't know it. And so we were just like throwing these, you know, throwing spaghetti at the wall, just waiting for something to stick. But we were so dependent upon ourselves to create these things that it made it so, so hard. So what are a couple of things that have, in addition to the ATMing and the systems that are here, that have made this industry Um, this social retail, and I I always want to make it very clear, social retail is a completely different way of doing business. It is not network marketing clothed in a different jacket. It's a completely different way of doing business. So what is it, a couple things that makes it different that allows your team to be winning in such a successful way? Yeah, that, that is really the key. Um, and I think that people don't get that because there's so much hype in other companies and um, 
there's legit no hype here. So this is, that's why I love these series because you get to talk behind the scenes. You get to see behind the yeah. scenes so someone can just check out, you know, what they think it is versus what it really is. But I do want to say when you were talking about that before, I never, never in a million years would have thought that I would have made a pivot. So no. it was never. Just, it was just an outcome of what are my, why did I start here? What are my mm -hmm. goals and how can I achieve those goals? And yeah. it just became really clear that this way I could not. And so yeah. um, I, I said like in my heart, I know that this is still the way. I know the industry is right, but yeah. I don't know how to get there. And so when I figured out um, about social retail, and I was like, okay, this, this is it. And so, um, there's a ton of reasons that are things that are different, but just to kind of mention a few, like I felt like I was managing all the time over mm -hmm. there. And a big thing was you would, you would transfer this belief to someone and then you would have to talk them off the ledge right <laughs> away because the whole way that you do business of, you know, cold reach out and, you know, contact everybody that you know and ask them to help you out kind of yeah. mentality um you'd have to spend a lot of time talking people into but well, remember what your heart is and you know mm -hmm. just keep going and you know you were just like talking people off the ledge so yeah. management it was a big thing so here you know all of that is really eliminated because you have clear systems so you know people on board in, in an hour um, everybody on boards the same way and it's it's like an automated way it's not that it's um, automatic but it's like at that person's time on that person's timing and it's not me doing the training yeah. I'm not training my team in what they need to do every day um, not feeling them feeling calling me all the time feeling exasperated like I don't know what to post and I don't know what to do and I don't know what to mm -hmm. say um, so to have a system to onboard, to have a system of how to do things and to have yeah. it be like, you know, high tech, like texted to your phone on the daily, like yeah. I, I'm not doing that for my people. Um, so that those systems and then to mm -hmm. leverage the customer, like it makes so much sense that I don't know how I didn't see that this was a missing piece, but yeah. I did not. You know, mm -hmm. like to leverage. So you have a way that a person shops that is like easy for them. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, people are familiar with code sharing. It happens, you know, in HelloFresh and, you know, all these other ways. And people yeah. are Amazon driven. Like that is how we like to shop. So to yeah. model a company after that where you have an app and it's super simple for a customer to shop. I mean, I yeah. was shopping for my customers before and I – Yep. thought that that was good customer service, but how could I possibly know what my customer wants and what, yeah. you know, they might, like here, they might come to me because they're like, hey, I saw your post about, um, you know, your hair and how you're loving it now and I want to try mm -hmm. what you're using or something like that. But they also want to lose weight. They also want to, you know, maybe uh, get healthier in their home. Like, yeah, I would never know that. So right. they get into, uh, you know, see into the app and see the products. They're like, I want that and I want that. And you know what? My sister-in-law, she needs that and my son needs that. And, you know, and then so to, to, to be able to have that, they, 
they do that themselves and it's super yeah. simple and then to mm-hmm. be rewarded you know it's a it's a code sharing for them too so yep. they send their code to their friend because of course they start using stuff and they're talking about it and whatever and then they simply from the app share their code they get rewarded from the company for sharing their code and they give yep. their friend uh you know a discount ten dollars yep. off and then they get rewarded like so the model being customer driven customer controlled in that way and that's great for them but it's great for us because we end up then having all these customers that we didn't have to connect with share information with sell and yet you have the same commission on them as you would if you got them yourself and that is endless customers getting customers getting customers so like 35% and I would say that's like company wide so that includes people who are not not like Mm -hmm really working or whatever the whole system like it's higher for our teams customers that have gotten customers for us the percentage of customers that are coming from other customers yeah and that number for the company as a whole is huge right yeah it's remarkable it really is like i remember seeing the video that you can't unsee and being like well why isn't everybody doing this like this totally makes sense like what everyone outside the industry knows that because it costs you have to have you know active involved customers and then you know that customers incentivized to share like i'm not spending 55 dollars on an eye cream to get a a customer you know out of my pocket you know that all comes from the company and then the company's like you know, connecting with my customer for me and sharing, you know, the things that are happening for me in a way that my customer digs. I mean, so, so that is where duplication comes in because I can Mm -hmm. honestly say I, to somebody and look them in the eye and say, in less time, you are going to be successful here. Anyone can do this because Mm -hmm. all these things are happening and, and the, you know, people even, getting texted to their phone, their social media for 120 days. So you have a blueprint of what to do. You have 120 days of social media content that is attraction based, not, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, I'm I'm a commercial for the company. It's like, you get to be you, you get to value who you are, and then you attract people to that. And that's done for you. Like, so literally anyone at any level never did anything before or, you know, a boss can start here and succeed. And so that duplication of success, that is where, you know, the excitement comes in. Um, yeah. And to have that, I have to mention the dual comp plan, yeah. you know, like, because most people don't love recruiting and you can only get to the top of the company in the traditional model by recruitment. Um, So to have a whole comp plan based on customers um, where you can get the same accolades, the same trips, you know, rank advance, get the big bucks Mm -hmm. on the customer side or like us on both sides, like get double return on your investment. um, It's such a no brainer for people to come in and succeed quickly. And so, um, I mean, that's just, just the tip of the iceberg yeah i saw somebody 
I know. Just a few of my favorite things. I saw somebody post, I don't even know who it was. I don't even think I'm connected to this person at all. But, you know, thanks to Instagram, like you see all these other things. And, and she was like so excited that the company was coming out with a dual-sided compensation plan. And I had to laugh. I'm like, that's awesome. Like, they see that they need to do this. But I'm like, we're eight years into this, girl. Like, yeah. check us out. Like, we, we got it down. It's a well-oiled machine. Okay, so we could chat forever and ever. What is, in closing, what's something that you would say to someone who's watching, who's saying, okay, but why is now the time? Why is it that this 2.0, any of this, why is now the time? Yeah, so um, we just talked about all the systems and how people can be successful. So we are already, like you said, we've been doing this eight years. We and that's just a little bit like we really sat down and said what is good and let's keep that and what isn't good and let's fix that and we've been doing that and we've had so much success at that that we are looking ahead this 2.0 in just a couple weeks of how can we take those systems and apply them to the customer side how can we make some of the customer systems even more automated even more rewards for our customers how to take that and level it up. And so, you know, keeping all the connection part because our our whole system is based on service and value. So we're not going to take away from our customer connection, but things that can be leveled up and automated are going to be. So that is going to free me up to do more of the other things that, you know, connecting with people to grow my business. Um, while making sure that my customer has an even better experience than they have already, which we're so far ahead. I can't even imagine. I'm like so excited to find out, you know, how we're going to take, um, because people are getting wind of it. It's successful. And anytime anything is successful, people are going to try to copy it, but it's Mm -hmm. sort of like kind of adding something to a clunky machine. Like it's just not, you know, you can't, you, we had the privilege of, you know, starting uh, something from the ground up fresh, but yep. with the history of a longtime company. So mm-hmm. you can't really duplicate that, but I see they're trying. And now we're ready to like, just make it even harder to duplicate. So I'd say the time is now because you're going to want to get in on that. you want to get that as soon as possible because we're just going to keep on innovating. We're just going to keep on like, our goal is to stay ahead of everybody to have like, the most viral and rewarding right brand yes. in the world not yep. just in the industry like we are looking we have our eye on amazon and mm-hmm. we have our eye on these big companies that are doing things great and have disrupted the way that amazon is doing things we have our eye on that we're taking that into our industry so we have been mm-hmm. doing it and we're just going to take it up to another level so if I would say to you, if you are watching and you are thinking, like, I'm just going to keep on trying harder, think, like, where am I going to be in a couple years, in five years, three years? I mean, I don't even say five years. Like, where are you going to be next year at this time with what's happening, like, legit? Like, take a step back and say, am I going to be better in a better place? And am I going to be able to help others? Because whether you're like me and you're stuck, and you haven't, you know, you were stuck and you couldn't figure out how to get enough people there, or you're the only one at the top and you can't duplicate, you know? So if you don't see that changing, nothing changes if nothing changes. So now is the time. 
Absolutely. Kim, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I so appreciate your perspective and your story. And I could not agree with all of it anymore. It's so true. And I really just have a passion for helping women specifically realize that they're not the only ones feeling this frustration because you and I both know there are so many women out there who are doing it. They want to do it. They want to bring everyone along with them. They've, they've bought in, you know, hook, line and sinker because they believe in it. But friend, what we want you to do is wake up and realize that this, it, where you're at may not be the vehicle that's going to get you where you want to go. And it's okay. It's okay to change. I mean, I talk to people all the time who, you know, their husband changed jobs. They, you know, they, they transferred to a different position and it's okay. So we need to normalize that within this social selling space as well. It's okay yeah. to find something that works better for you. So if there's something that Kim or I said that really just, you know, hits you and you want more information about it, please reach out to one or both of us. We would love to answer your questions. If you're curious to know what social retail is, go to the link in my bio. There is a link to a video called Social Retail versus MLM. It explains everything far better than I ever could and just kind of lays out those broad brushstrokes for you. So Kim, I'm so looking forward to seeing you in person, giving you a big squeeze in two weeks. And thank you again. Have an amazing Thursday. Thanks, you too. I'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much. Don't you just love Kim? And can't you just feel her energy and her excitement in what she's doing and how she's just been able to